How exciting. Who do they belong to? I pointed to Marisol Barrera, who sat four seats away from me. My father made an approving noise. Everyone approved of Marisol. She never had chocolate on her cheek. She remembered to brush her hair. Her handwriting was neat. The corners of her homework folders were never crumpled. She wore a blue shirt that matched her mother's, with a tiny, colorful Eversun logo. I tried to sit up straighter, like Marisol, but my backbone couldn't sort out how to do it. I ended up slouching. Oh well, at least there was one thing I could do that Marisol couldn't. I didn't think anyone else could do it, actually. I could talk to magical creatures, and they could understand me. No one believed me about this, unfortunately. Also, I didn't get a lot of practice with it, since the building where I lived didn't allow animals of any kind, even magical ones. I hadn't ever gotten to talk to a unicorn before. All right, everyone, Mr. Dyatlov, our teacher, called. We're going to line up in an orderly fashion to see some of the careers outdoors. Let's show our parents how good we can be. Mr. Dyatlov was all about orderly. Everything about him was a straight line. His haircut, his mustache, his tie, even his mouth. We learned pretty early in the school year that life was easier if you were as orderly as possible. So we lined up as straight as his eyebrows. In only minutes, I'd be face to face with the unicorns. I tried not to dance too much in line, but even after I convinced my heart to stop thumping, my feet kept tapping. I couldn't be calm. Especially not once we got to the parking lot, which was full of unusual things. An antiques dealer had brought a very old, strange-looking car. A florist stood beside a van with a pop-up tent full of flowers. A chef dad had set up a grill. A group of moms played stringed instruments. My father set up his box of geodes, which a bunch of my friends were already peeking into. Dad looked pleased, like he'd hatched the rocks instead of finding them. I counted the unicorns. There were eight of them. Marisol's mom and dad and their twin grown-up daughters each held the leads of two unicorns. They looked regal and beautiful. The Barreras, I mean. They were the adult versions of Marisol, all polished and well-dressed and wearing clothes that looked like they just had the tags popped off. The unicorns? Well, they looked magical. Students! Students! Mr. Dyatlov said. Remember, we each need to rotate to every station. And what's the outdoor time rule? No running, no going off on our own, and wash our hands when we get back inside. We all repeated obediently. Satisfied, Mr. Dyatlov waved us off, and we all walked, very, very, very fast, to our first stations. Obviously, I was going to the unicorns first. It worked out pretty well, too since the chef parent was luring everyone in his direction with hot-off-the-griddle pancakes. I would have some time at the unicorn station by myself. Hi there, Marisol's mom said, smiling at me as I approached. 
Do you think you want to raise unicorns when you grow up? Yes. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just love unicorns. All animals, really. I said breathlessly, gazing at the eight unicorns. They were each just a little different. A pink mane on this one, a green one on that one. Their hooves were different colors, too. And while they all had light-colored bodies, some were a bluish shade and others were more peachy. They each had a perfectly spiraled, pearly horn sprouting from the center of their foreheads. It's the strongest substance on Earth, you know, one of Marisol's sisters said when she saw me staring at the nearest unicorn's horn. I know. Can I touch it? I asked. Sure, Ms. Barrera said, but she didn't understand. I wasn't asking her permission. I was asking the unicorns. Always nice.